Hi, welcome to 3Dog. This is an hour-long flow class. Thanks so much for joining us. When you're ready, grab your mat and let's get started. Hey, happy Sunday. Let's do a quick check. Are you in? Excellent. Cool. Uh, quick announcement before we get started. We have Meditation 101 that's going to directly follow today's class. Uh, so you do not have to stay, but you are welcome to stay. The, uh, the meditation, what we'll do with it is uh, we'll get set up. So we'll spend some time uh, adapting to whatever uh, meditation positioning is going to work well to you. Then we will do probably about eight minutes of seated time. So if you're like, I don't know if I got to, you, you can do eight minutes. Eight is great. Um, and the meditation is going to really focus on inner peace. So if you could use a chunk of that, please stay. Um, this whole practice of yoga is honestly about our inner peace um, a lot of the time for many of us. I mean, Anyone? Bueller? Everyone? Yeah. Um, Iyengar, father of, kind of modern yoga as we know it, um, his famous quote is, how can we expect peace among nations if we can't make peace with ourselves? So that's the uh, the tone of the meditation practice is making peace with ourselves. And also this, uh, this whole practice today, what we'll do is we'll move with some just intentional salutation work right up front, spend about half of the class in uh, vinyasa meditation, and then get into those feel-good deep stretches. So uh, we'll be ready for a little, little seated afterwards. So sound okay to everybody? Like, anybody want to do like jumping jacks or long-held warrior poses or no? No, no. Okay, cool. Good. Me neither. <laughs> Let's start in child's pose when you're ready. I'll wait for the coffees to be, uh, maybe not finished, but enjoyed. Like just, you don't need to chug that thing. But also, if you have water nearby, awesome. Have some. If you don't have water nearby, now's a good chance to go get it. If this thing works better when you're hydrated. Actually, what, what we're doing when we relieve tension in our muscles by moving them right, is that the tissue calls for hydration. And getting hydration to your tissues is what helps them work better for all the good stuff. We'll just leave it at good stuff. Gets moving through the body. Blood flow to your muscles is hydration. So it's not an extra component of this, but part of just like breathing. Not something that we layer on top of the yoga, but is central. But movement of breath in and out. What's that doing? It's getting into your bloodstream. In through your nose, through your throat, to your lungs. Oxygen gets into the bloodstream and the exhale carries out the stuff we're done with. Of course, as we learn in science, the CO2, right? 
you feed your plants. But you can also take this on like that deeper level of inhales and bringing in life to your body. How does life get through your body? That circulation. How do we get more circulation? We move. Next inhale, come on up to hands and knees. And exhale to cat pose. Inhale to cow. So back and forth. If you want to get creative with these motions, go for it. An idea, like we're waking up the tissue. The tissue is calling for hydration, circulation. Right. Move at your breath pace. And be generous with how you move, all of you, but particularly neck and head. Right? The way you move your neck and your head is going to affect your brain. And if that moves uh, unintentionally, if it moves too fast, we can jack up the nervous system moving away from peace, away from intention. But if we pay attention to how we move head and neck with all the, the nervous system components there, the sensory components, we change things. Not only maybe we get more peaceful, but we pay more attention to what we're doing. So if you're just here to get a good stretch, right, that's going to work for you. One more round here. And then back at center, we're going to go side to side. Sometimes I'm really picky about how we go side to side. I'm not going to be picky today. Uh, one way you can go side to side is bring one hip toward its own shoulder. So you squeeze one side really uh, distinctly. Inhale back to center. And squeeze the left side. Squeeze and come back to center. So a little squeezing of one side lengthens the other. When you're squeezing hip and shoulder together, press the other hip and shoulder apart. There's also the variation on this that I like to call where did my asana go? And that's where you take your head to one side and your hips to the other. Back to center and then head to one side, hips to the other. Both, right? There's ways to move your body. Anything that feels good to you. Is good. Come on back to center. And then right arm up and open into a twist. So open twist, right shoulder stacks over the left, and then thread the needle, reach through cross body twist. Inhale, open up. Exhale, come down and through. to open, exhale down and through, inhale open, then exhale back to center, inhale, left arm open, exhale, cross body down and through. Inhale, up and open. 
exhale, cross body down and through. Breathe in. Breathe out. Full breath in. In. Come back to center with your exhale, hands and knees. Walk the hands one step forward. We'll tuck the toes down. To pause when you arrive. Give your energy to pressing your hands down. Pressing your feet down and out. And inhale forward to a high plank. And step that just a bit longer than you had it. It doesn't have to be overemphasized, just emphasized. And press back to down dog. You hear that's like the whole practice. Emphasize what you're doing without overemphasizing it. Forward to a high plank. Breathe in all the way. Press back to down dog. Breathe out all the way. Two more like that. A little emphasis on the top of the in-breath. You're in the plank. And at the end of that out-breath, in the down dog. One more. Make it a down dog. Feel the end of the exhale. We'll look forward. Walk forward into a halfway lift. Breathe in. And bow forward. Breathe all the way out. Breathe in. Reach up to standing mountain pose. Breathe out. Bow forward. Breathe in, lift halfway. Plant your hands and step back to hands and knees. Round your spine, cat pose, pull your abdominals up and then enjoy that stretch. And then arch into cow pose, pull your heart forward, breathe in. And down dog, breathe out. Okay, so cat cow, always an option for chaturanga up dog. Anytime you want it. Look forward to your hands, you walk or lightly hop. Breathe in, lift halfway. Breathe out. Press your feet down, breathe in, reach up. Mountain pose. Breathe out, bow forward. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Plant your hands as you exhale, step back to a high plank and emphasize that high plank. Stay there and finish the breath. Now go knees down for upward facing dog transition. Breathe in. When you're in up dog, squeeze your legs, press your feet down. You could lift your knees if you want.
down dog, breathe all the way out. Emphasize high plank to up dog. You can always sub in for chaturanga up dog. Look forward, walk over. You could lightly hop to your hands. Emphasis on lightly. Breathe in, lift halfway, whatever you do, lightly. Breathe out, bow forward. Breathe in, reach up, mountain pose. Breathe out, fold forward. Breathe in, lift halfway. Plant your hands, step back, make that good high plank. Bend the elbows. The end of the exhale happens in Chaturanga. The inhale brings you to up dog. Down dog. Breathe all the way out. Walk or hop. Top of the mat. Breathe in, lift halfway. Breathe out, fold. Breathe in, reach up. Breathe out, fold forward. Breathe in, lift halfway. Plant your hands, step back, you do you, have an exhale. And then an inhale for your back bend. Meet up in down dog. And the exhale, feel yourself in the down dog. And look forward, walk or lightly hop to your hands. Breathe in, lift halfway. Breathe out. Sit your hips back. Ukatasana, breathe in. The bow forward, breathe out. Breathe in, lift halfway. Walk your feet hip distance apart. Step your right foot back to a low lunge, back knee down. Breathe in, reach up. You breathe out, hands down, step back to hands and knees, cat pose. Press your hands down, rounders one. Cow pose, breathe in. Your toes, down dog, breathe out. Step your right foot forward. Breathe in, reach up. Crescent lunge. Hands down and forward, step up. Top of the mat, breathe in, lift halfway. Breathe out, fold. Press your feet down, inhale, reach up. Exhale, bow forward. 
Breathe in, lift halfway or walk the feet hip distance. Then left leg back, knee down. Breathe in, reach up. Breathe out, hands down. Step back, cat pose. Breathe in, cow pose. Breathe out. Back rock. Left foot straight ahead. Breathe in, reach up. Breathe out, hands down forward, step up, feet together, breathe in, lift halfway. Breathe out, fold. Breathe in, Ukatasana, chair pose. Breathe out, bow forward. Breathe in, lift halfway, walk your feet hip distance. Step your right foot back, keep the knee up, press your feet down, reach up. Bring your arms down through cactus, hands to the mat, step back, high plank, stay here as you breathe out, tighten up, lengthen out. Directly to up dog, take your time, enjoy it. Press into your hands, draw your abdominals and go back. Down dog. And right foot forward. Reach up for crescent. Pull down through cactus. Hands reach forward and step up. Feet together. Breathe in. Lift halfway. Breathe out. Fold. your hips back. Breathe in, Ukatasana. Bow forward, breathe out. Breathe in, lift halfway, walk your feet hip distance. Then left leg back, knee stays up, reach up, and then pull down. Step back, high plank, elongate, tighten up. Breath is gone, the inhale takes you to up dog. Downward facing dog. Left foot, straight ahead. Breathe in, reach up. Cactus the arms down, use your back muscles, pull down, then hands forward, back steps up, feet together, breathe in, lift halfway, breathe out, good, breathe in, Ukatasana, breathe out, bow forward. Breathe in, lift halfway, feet toe heel apart. Right leg back, take your arms out to the sides and up. 
and sweeping down to the side, to the mat, step back, chaturanga, unless you prefer a different variation of exhale. Upward facing dog. And downward facing dog. Right foot straight ahead, arms up out to the sides. And down to the sides, hands reach forward, back foot steps up. Breathe in, lift halfway. Breathe out, fold. Nice, sit your hips back, Ukatasana. Exhale, fold. Breathe in, lift halfway, walk feet hip distance. And the left leg back, arms out, down to the sides, step back, chaturanga, or your variation, to up dog. Sit down. And the left foot straight ahead. Arms to the side and up. Arms down to the sides and forward. Step up. Breathe in, lift halfway. Breathe out, fold. Sun B, inhale, Ukatasana. Bow forward. Abdominals pull in to press your breath out. Just slow your roll. Breathe in, lift halfway. Plant your hands, step back. Low push up, breathe all the way out. Upward facing dog, breathe. Down dog, breathe out. Step your right foot straight ahead. Back foot turns flat of the diagonal. Breathe in, reach up. Press into your feet as you bow, hands through heart center, and step back. Breathe out, your choice on the planks or the cat cow. Breathe in. Breathe out, we'll meet in down dog. At the end of that exhale, be in down dog. Left foot straight ahead, back foot flat. Breathe in, reach. Go ahead, press into your feet, hands down, step back, breathe out, all the way, breathe in. Breathe out. Hand and down dog, feel the end of the exhale. Look forward, 
walk or hop. Breathe in, lift halfway. Breathe out, bow forward. Again, sunbeam, sit your hips back, lift your chest. Each time through, we're polishing. Bow forward, improving on the breath, the pose structure, the transition. Breathe in, lift halfway. This is how it never gets old. Always refining. Plant your hands. Step back. It's like you're in a play. You're rehearsing your lines in Hamlet. Like they always want to get better at it. The actors and actresses. It's the same play. They get better and better. Right foot forward, back foot turns flat. Each pose, like each line, better with more feeling, with more involvement, more participation. Breathe in. Breathe out. Left foot forward, back foot flat. You breathe in. Press into your feet. Step back. Whatever your choice is here, you're solid, complete poses, polishing each one. Down dog, you feel the exhale, empty, and look forward, walk or hop to your hands. Breathe in. Breathe out. Your hips back. Breathe in. Bow forward. Breathe out. Breathe in. Plant your hands. Step back. Breathe out. in, breathe out to down dog, and empty there, feel breaths gone, that's when the right foot steps, breathe, reach long, bow, hands touch the mat, you press in there, plank with your exhale, back bend, inhale, Get back to down dog. Finish the breath. Back foot flat. From your feet to your fingers, reach. Polish that up. Hands to the mouth. Back. Down. Breathe in.
breathe all the way out down dog. Pause here for breath in. Walk your feet together at center. On your inhale, take your right leg up behind you. Take the full breath in to make that arc like you're painting and you were you're being careful about how you're painting it. Bend your knee forward and step on the center line of your mat. Back foot flat. Come up warrior two. With your exhale, side angle pose. Might want to walk the back foot back as you do that. Breathe in, reverse warrior, reach up and then back. Nice. Pull into your front heel as you exhale, come up, just tap warrior two, then hands to mat. Step back, down dog, or low push up. Up dog. Down dog. Breathe all the way out. Feet together at the end of the breath. Then the left leg, like you were painting a stripe up the wall, and you want that to be precise. So you do it with attention. Bend the knee. Take a step. Center line. Back foot flat. Come up warrior two. Press your front foot down. Breathe out. Sliding. Breathe in, reverse up and back. Bring my hands through to the floor. Step back, press, low push up. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, we'll meet up and down dog. Together. One more time. Inhale. Right leg up. We're polishing it. We're refining it. Big step on the center line. We're moving from the gross, the, the big external stuff, to the subtle. What's going on in your feet, your knee? Good. Breathe in. Breathe outside angle pose. What's going on from your heel to your fingertip? Press into your front foot. Reverse and like. Tapping what's happening up front as you're reaching back. What's going on with that knee and that foot? Back up through warrior two, hands to the mat, step back. Breathe in. Breathe out. Down dog, end of the exhale, you're bringing feet together. Squeeze the left leg, take it up behind. So it's not just a swing, but you've activated. Bend the knee. Choose to bring the knee in and step where you want. Back foot flat, front toes are pointing straight ahead. You feel that in the way too. Side angle, maybe you want a longer stance there. As you're paying attention and you know what you're doing. Press into your front foot. Keep the eye of the mind there, even as you reach up and back. Through warrior two, hands straight to the floor. You step back, we breathe out. We breathe in. 
Breathe out. Sit down. Pause here or child's pose. A full breath in. You look at to the depths of your lungs. Out from there. Getting oxygen in. And leftovers out. And on inhale, come forward to a high plank. Exhale, low push up. Breathe in, upward facing dog. As you breathe out, knees down, thigh muscle down, hips down, navel center down. Then inhale, squeeze your shoulder blades in towards center and down so you come up higher. Exhale, release down all the way. Almost touch your nose to the floor. Inhale up for locust. And exhale, release down. Hands underneath your forehead center. Right hand on top of left. Makarasana, right arm and left leg. Lift, abdominals in as you go. Exhale, release down slowly. Swap hands. Inhale, left arm and right leg. And release down slowly. Both arms, both legs. Bring your toes to touch and back. Pull your arms to cactus. Exhale, release down. Hands underneath your elbows. Almost touch your nose to the floor, but instead up for twisting cobra. Right shoulder blade toward your spine, elbow pulls toward the hip. And release down slowly and center. Twisting cobra to your left, left shoulder blade pulls in, down. And release slowly back to center. And right shoulder blade again, this time bending your left knee, sending your left heel up toward the ceiling. And release down. So almost touch your nose. Left shoulder blade moves first. Bend the right knee. Abdominal then lift your left heel toward the ceiling. And then release down. Slowly almost touch the nose. Do the mat, but come up instead. Hands and knees to down dog. Pause, breath in. And breath out. Your hands down and forward, reach the ring and pinky fingertip. Look through your hands, walk or hop to seated. Down onto your back, plant your feet, hip distance. Inhale, rolling bridge, take your tailbone, sacrum, low back. Just stay in it and piece by piece, slowly lower ribs, low back. That's going to take your abdominals pulling in to get that done and then. You can touch your sacrum down or you can hover it. And up, tailbone and sacrum lift, followed by the low back. Each rib in turn that you can get off the floor without straining, without struggling. Then imprint those. So it's abdominals up front, pressing the ribs. Then low back down, it's tricky. It may, may not actually go to the floor. And again, up. Just being mindful that you're 
like to ground each piece in like an order. The mind likes the the order. Yeah. The monkey mind likes us just to drop the hips down fast. And lift to create peaceful waves of thought, waves of attention. Move your body in that way. If you want to create fight or flight, move your body in that way. That might be good if you wanted to like score a touchdown, right? Definitely like cultivate that. Here, exhale one little piece at a time, intentionally pressing the low back down toward the floor. Use the abdominals, almost touch the sacrum or don't, your choice. And then up and stay. And if you'd like to take wheel instead, clench your hands. Breathe here, five. Down with each exhale. Let your body expand with the inhale. One more breath in. When you exhale. In from wheel, but again, slowly each piece of the spine down, even though we want to hurry out of that. Right. And so the body can nest in the soles of your feet together, knees out to the sides. Your hands do your center line. Breathe in and you breathe out. Breath becomes slower. Inhale by inhale. Simply because you're paying attention. Start to let the breath become slower. Exhale by exhale. Switch the attention to pressing out of breath. Bring these together. Pause. Inhale, pick your feet up off the floor, knees to right angles. Pick your arms, goal post, pause, and just with the exhale, feel that you've created a strong shape that is requiring your attention physically, mentally. And then belly twisting pose. Inhale the legs over to the right. Exhale back to center. Inhale over to the left. Exhale back to center and recreate that strong shape that requires your attention and all the muscular work of the core and the legs. Breathe in, breathe out. If you find yourself hurrying, 
That's cool. You found yourself. You know what to do. One more round through. Making your way back to center. Bring your knees into your chest. Hold the top of the shin bone. Feel the, the, the tibial tuberosity of the, the place where your shin bone up top gets. It's wide. Cup your hands around that part of the bone and give a little, little biceps action to the hugging in. Stop any excess motion. There, there's totally time for it. Right now, action, bringing your knees into your chest. Use the arms as much as you like. Let the sacrum stay heavy. Notice the level of your chin and the uh, direction of your head. A lot of times we'll lie down in a disadvantageous neck position, kind of tilted off to one side or chin up in the air. Level things out in the back of your head. Let your jaw soften, throat soften, all these things that we can pay attention to when we're still, that we avoid by excess movement around. Flex your feet, fan your toes. With the hand grip, does it need to be so hard? Could you do the same amount of hugging in with less grip? If you were hugging someone, would the hands feel right? And release your feet to the mat. Walk the feet out wide. Take your knees over to the right. Pause with the feet on the floor. Like probably heels are on the mat, but the rest of the foot's on the floor or something like that. Dig your left heel in. As you're doing that, lift the left hip. As you're doing that, go ahead and like, let the upper back arch away from the floor like to a degree that you feel good there. Then take the left arm out to the side like a wing. Open it just straight out to the side. Let the left shoulder blade get heavy down toward the floor. Breath in. Breath out. You'll release the upper back then down to the mat. And cross the right foot over the left thigh. Maybe. If that is not advantageous to you, skip it. If you are crossing the foot to the thigh, right leg stays on the ground. It's not, a, it's not lording up over the other one and pushing. The right thigh stays down. It's giving the weight of the heel to the leg. Breath in. breath out. Got the heel crossed over. Bring the heel back to its own side of the mat. Back to center. Pause. Adjust sacrum to center. Back of your head to center. Everything in between. 
centered up, elongated. If things have shifted, so definitely if you're not shifting back, uh, it's off. And knees over to the left. Dig the right heel into that inner edge of the right heel. Press it, like trying to stretch that side of the mat away from you. You lift the right hip. Follow that. Let the whole upper back float. Let the chest puff up and, and open the right arm like a wing out to the side. Slide it long and reach for the sidewall. Let the shoulder blade get heavy toward the mat. Maybe it gets down on that, but if it does, maybe arch the upper back. Just get a little more space there. Then release that almost like a cat pose around the back to the floor. Upper back. Right shoulder heavy. And then if you want a little extra over the right thigh, heel to the outer edge of the thigh. If that creates any sharpness in the front of the hip, it's not what we're going for. So because of the way our bones are set up, some of us will maybe need the extra help of the left foot. If you don't need that extra help, like you don't need it. And if that extra help puts pressure on the hip flexor, rather than creating length, you really don't want it. Intentional and knowing that not every embellishment of a pose is actually helpful. You'll feel what's helpful. What's helpful will feel good. Come back to center slowly and attend to what's going on at your spine. Right? Are the hips are a little off, your kids are off, back of the head. Bring those things into alignment. Bring your knees in again. Just catch them, hug them in. And if your habit is to just rock side to side, like that is a thing. But you're not a servant to your habits. And draw your knees to your nose and your nose to your knees. Curl up. Rock up and back if you like. Just make your way to seated. And then around to down dog. Breathe in. And breathe out. Look to your right wrist and slide your right knee up toward the wrist for pigeon. Back leg parallel with the side edge of the mat, the toes pointing back or tucked under. Check that, be aligned. The front shin bone can be at any diagonal, any angle you want it to be. More importantly, that your knee wants it to be. And then if you're starting to feel the outer right hip stretching, that's where we're going with this. That's what we want to feel. You're going to walk your hands down to maybe forearms or maybe uh, your, your body, body extending, not just dropping down, but lengthening forward toward the ground. If you're not feeling 
the right outer hip stretch or you can't get comfortable in the knee, bring this around to either cross leg forward fold with the right leg in front or reclined pigeon on your back. You thread the right arm through, hold the left hamstring or shin with the hands, and hug the leg toward you. All three really good options to do the same thing. Nothing particularly pious about the prone pigeon, it's just if it works better for you, it works better for you. For some of us, we won't even feel it. It will be a nothing. But the seated forward fold will do us just fine. The sensation of stretching the outer right hip somewhere, not around the sacrum, not around the knee joint, not in sharp focus in the hip. Flexor in front, like feeling it in front. That's a bone thing, and you want to get into a muscle thing. And that sensation, you stay with it. Feel what's going on. It's really feedback that keeps you in your body. As if you start to think about what's going on. You have opinions about it, complaints about it, desires for it, real things that we create. We create them to being aware. which is the practice. Staying involved in listening. Most of us are really good at staying involved in talking. Self-included, I'm still talking. Find skills, listening, observing. One more breath. And however you got into that, get yourself out of it, take your time, make your way back to down dog. Pause and down dogs to feel the two sides of the body. Let your head get lined up between your arms. Face soft, throat soft, inner ear soft. And then look to your left wrist. Bring your left knee into pigeon, walk the back foot 
back, look to the back leg, be sure it's parallel with the back edge of the mat all the way like through the ankle joint, your toes point straight back. Elongate your body. You're feeling the outer left hip somewhere in that fan of muscles on the outer hip. Cool. You're in the right place. You don't need to go any further unless you're also having knee pain or sacroiliac joint around your, your sacrum. If there's pain in those places, come around to the seated cross legs, left leg in front. or the reclined. And really do take the time to notice whether you're getting what you want to be getting. Sometimes we think what we want to be getting is for the two sides to be the same. And uh, as someone who can do that but feels nothing on the left side in pigeon at all, I wasted a lot of time there. Don't waste your time. If one side works in one way, one side a different way, go with what works here and now. And if you're ever unsure, why? You're not stuck once you uh, arrive. Your goal is to pay attention to the sensation you're feeling. That stretch response to the body. You want to be getting that. Post shape is not helping you do that. Keep refining. Chances are, if you're not sure the pose is helping you, <laughs> then definitely try a few things. It will become clear. With the sensation you're feeling, it's tempting to do all kinds of other things. Your brain is really sophisticated. We're already good at being distracted. We're already good at being critical. We're already good at trying to project the future and rehashing the past. How can we get staying present? How can we get it past? One breath here. Whatever you got into, just sneak yourself out of, be a peacemaker. 
instead of that. As fast as we can go with some, some care. It doesn't have to be super slow. It doesn't need to be slow-mo. Move with care. Like you want to keep the, the openness you just got. From down dog, down to you, hands and knees, or if you're on your back, come on up. Coming to straddle. You see the straddle, and then if you've got anything that you can use to uh, assist you, grab it. So with straddle, we want to get the lowest part of the body possible onto something. So give an example. If you can lie flat to your, your low belly on the floor, like, like actually your low belly is touching the floor, uh, which if that's not exactly like, like, we could all probably make our low belly touch the floor after the, uh, the Super Bowl snacks, right? But if you can lay your low belly on the floor, go for it, right? Um, if your low belly doesn't lay on the floor, but it's close, then a block right in between your legs, like so, or you then gonna allow the belly to rest on the block. If uh, that's like not even close, uh, you could take the block out and put it underneath your, your sternum. Your sternum, if that's a, uh, wow, that's not even close. Two blocks under your sternum. If you've got like a huge teddy bear, I suggest that. If you've got a bolster or blanket, that. If you can get the block to stack uh, one flat on the floor. Whenever we're stacking blocks, it's an upside down T. Uh, the block on the floor is on its face, a block on top on its edge. And then if you can get your forehead to that, go for it. Or the block on top on its end, if you're doing that, take your hands to the block hold the, the block that's on its edge before you put your forehead center on that. And you might stay with that. Uh, but we're trying to get some part of the center line to rest in this particular variation. And with most, uh, unless we're going for an upper back stretch, basically we're trying to get to a point where upper body is still and You can breathe. None of that is even remotely going to happen. Bring your forearms to a set of blocks, either stacked or uh, together long ways. Long ways to make a little platform for your forearms to rest. That'll give you a little more than your hands being on the floor. Also takes us for the hands to press the floor. Breath out. Really good. When you inhale, take your time. Sneak your way out of that. Take whatever you need. Slowly and attentively with yourself. And down to your mat for Shavasana. Is anything you need? Take that. And 
feel ready to move again. Start with finding your fingers and toes. Begin to wiggle. Bring your hands to your center line and let them still again. Slide your feet in. Roll to your right side. Make your way to see them. Arrive to create a seat that feels good in your body. And bring hands together at heart center. And raise thumbs to forehead center. Namaste. Excellent work. Thank you so much for being here. If you need to join, you got a jam, you got a jam. If you would like to stay and meditate, cool. So have a great day to those of you leaving us. And for those of you staying, just while I wave manically at everyone leaving, um, you just get yourself off the ass. So I'm just going to keep waving. And, Uh, for those of us staying, meditation 101. First, just like you can see how many of your colleagues thought mm, this might not be <laughs> this might not be easy. It's not easy to meditate at all. It is simple. Um, it is a habit that we build uh, in our in our practice, and it's uh, like any good habit we want to start. Um, it really takes motivation. So uh, I'm hoping to give you some motivation today with a proper setup and a, an easy to follow meditation. So meditation itself, like the, the hardest part is actually carving out the time and space that you're going to use. And then the, the sitting process is sometimes challenging. So finding a comfortable seat. Uh, many of us have done this in yoga class, uh, but having some props helps. So if you have blocks you could sit on, uh, sturdy pillows you could sit on, if you want to sit in a chair, you can do any of those things. You can do meditation any way you like. There's one that we have on our podcast that's a standing meditation. Uh, standing works, absolutely. I like standing meditations. Um, we do them frequently in line at the store. You can lie down with the caveat that you can lie down if you're not sleepy. If you're sleepy, it's really, it's not going to be meditation, but it might be what you need. Relaxation and meditation are two different things. Um, so if you do need relaxation in your life, lying down might be perfect. If you have a couple of blocks that you could make yourself a little bench and sit on comfortably, it can be nice to uh, make a meditation bench that's two blocks end to end. And then you put your sitting bones on them and let the leg bones drop a little forward so that the hips are higher than the legs. Leg bones have a downward angle. And that, for, for most of us, is a key to sitting comfortably because it frees up the hip flexors. If the knees, general rule, there's a general rule and it's not like a, an if then, but general rule is if your knees are up high, when you sit cross-legged, the 
the actual truth of what's going on is that your hip flexors are in a contracted and possibly compressed position. And this is true whether we're sitting on the floor, we're sitting in a chair. When our knees are up, the hip flexors are actively pulling the leg bones up. That's just what's happening. Now, depending on your body, that may or may not be comfortable. So I'm not gonna address that. But what is true that if the knees are lower than the hips, you're giving more space to the hip crease. For some of us, just having the legs out to the side, knees out to the side is just not a thing that is comfortable in the body. Hero seat works really well for that. And hero is more sustainable for meditation if it's elevated. I'm gonna to turn to the side. So it's a little more uh, apparent what I'm doing. I'm taking two blocks stacked on top of one another, although it doesn't have to be two, it could be one. Um, and I'm putting them between my heels. So hero pose, the heels are about hip distance apart, blocks between them. And then you're sitting, the sitting bones onto the blocks. Again, it's you find the two sitting bones, the ischial tuberosities. And here again, by raising the hips, we're bringing the leg bones at a downward angle. The other thing we're doing is we're taking out that, that extra rotation that sometimes bothers the knees. Um, if neither of these works and you want to find an alternative that does literally sit comfortably with you, do, do what works for you. Uh, there is no need to be uncomfortable. And so when you meditate, Finding a good seat that you can sustain and be comfortable in is, is a practice like trying on clothes. Um, it's like, I don't own a single pair of jeans that fits because I don't have the patience to try on jeans. Um, I finally had the patience to find a meditation seat um, and that's good enough for me. Like, that's fine. Uh, <laughs> I'll work on the, the jeans another time. Uh, but it's, it's like that if you've ever um, had that experience of just substitute your bathing suit, whatever it is. Uh, it takes a while to find what works for you. Don't expect it to happen today, but if it does, cool. Um, when we sit for extended periods, you may need in the beginning or like anytime to move. Totally cool move. Move with attention and awareness to a better position. So there's a difference between taking action to get a better seat going and just fidgeting around. You want to avoid the fidgeting around, things that just don't help, but they, they seem like they're helping. Um, because they're just distractions and things that are actually helpful. So now that being said, you don't have to be completely still, uh, but you wanna be intentional with how you move. So definitely take good care of yourself while you're sitting. You can sit with your eyes open or closed. And so for some of us, when we close the eyes, uh, for those of us that have imagination running wild in our brains, uh, we, it gets harder, might be better to set your gaze down at the floor, just a, just a neutral point on the floor. So uh, like there's something in your field of vision that doesn't need to be there, cleared away. Uh, what we've done to make this easier uh, today is that we just did a yoga practice. You've paired this habit with the yoga practice. You're probably in a good space to focus if you've been doing your yoga practice. Um, but if you're not, go for a find a place where you are. So you've got a comfortable seat. You've got then the ability to focus on something neutral, whether it's closing your eyes or setting your eyes to the floor. Uh, in today's meditation, what we're gonna focus in on is hands. Right, so you can place your hands on your legs. They can go palms down. 
and go palms up. You can do a mudra, a seal of the hands. If you've got one you like, I will stay away from details, but generally hands down on the legs, a little more calming and grounding, centering. Hands up on the legs, a little more uh, kind of open, receptive. All those things are good. If you're looking to quiet down and go in, I'd suggest hands down, right? And let your eyes relax, soften, close, however works best for you. Bring your attention to your hands, right? And we use hands as one of the most basic meditations because they're a way of interacting with the world. They're a way of doing. And with meditation, we're looking to be. So we take the the organ in, in anger yoga, they're called organs, that we use for, for doing. And we calm them. We place them to the legs. We ground them. And with your awareness in your hands, which have more of awareness, more nerves right, than other parts of the body use, feel. Right? Feel the temperature. Feel any tingling sensations brought by your attention. If you have these incredibly elegant, sophisticated tools of hands that do all the things that we do, and you're allowing them to rest and be appreciated in this meditation. So your attention resting in your hands We'll simply sit together. You'll breathe in, you'll breathe out. With a, a general drishti, the darshan in the hands, you'll feel your whole body right? through the, the lens of being present in your hands. You feel your legs, you feel your side body moving with your breath. These are tangible anchors to go back to when the mind will wonder. Right? And it's not if, it's when it will wonder. Right? Here's the, the concept we're going to be working with and the ultimate goal of inner peace. When your attention wanders, that is not a problem. That is what we are practicing you found your attention wandering. That means you can bring your attention back. Right? Until you find it wandering, you cannot bring it back. But when you find it wandering, when you find that you're distracted, you now have an opportunity to practice true meditation. That's the recentering. Right? If the mind never wanders in meditation, well, a. I say this with love, but we're lying. If the mind never wandered in meditation, we would have no way to practice coming back from distraction, which is ultimately, we want to be doing that throughout our day, throughout our life. Recentering. When the sea of life gets choppy around us. So the meditation is just, it's practicing. It's the Kind of psychic push-ups for the rest of the day.
when you find yourself distracted, the thing that I want you to do, and I'm asking you to do, is to say one word to yourself, and that is good. You notice that you've been distracted, say good, and then reorganize your mind to your hands. Every time you catch yourself, right? That's the thing. It's not that you're having the thought, it's that you caught yourself having the thought, good. And over and over in your meditation, right? We will find ourselves away from the hands, away from the body, away from the breath. Good. You bring it back. And then we have a meditation where we're repeatedly saying to ourselves, good. And how many times more helpful is that? Then over and over criticizing ourselves. Criticizing ourselves for catching that errant thought, that distraction. Instead, good. And then redirect. You have hands, they're incredible. They have sensations, they have expression. And we'll turn again and again to your ability to connect back into your body through your hands. you've gone off somewhere or some extra things have come in at you, notice, good. Back to your hands, the sensation of hands on your legs, breath in your body. Your mind inhabiting your space. And just that.
Have one more breath here. Just bring it in, feel the entirety of your sensory experience. The floor underneath you, the air on your skin, your hands on your legs, the lift of your posture, center of your chest, spreading wide, back of your head, lifting up and back. And we'll draw our hands together at heart center. Good. Thumbs to forehead center. Thank you all so much for being here. Namaste. So great. Thank you so much for being here. Have an awesome day. See you soon. Thank you. Diana. Bye, Susan. So glad. <laughs>